Hi everyone, this is Greg Parry and it's early in April and at the, this point in time I'm still locked down during the coronavirus pandemic period and I hope that uh, everyone that's listening is staying well and uh, is staying up and staying positive. So what I thought I would focus on today in today's podcast is talking a little bit about motivation because it's something that we already need right now. How do we stay motivated at times when things keep feeling like they're colliding from all different directions? The world's spinning around us. It's hard to keep stable feet, hard to stay balanced, um, but it's really important to stay up and stay motivated. The first thing I want to acknowledge is that motivation is not constant. It's not like a running tap that's constant all the time. It's very natural. Research will show you, and you even know from your own observations, that it ebbs and flows. It comes in waves. Sometimes you feel incredibly motivated and nothing can stand in your way. And other times you feel down and depressed and a bit sad, or maybe things are just slower in in particular times. So how do you stay motivated when you feel like there's a whole lot of obstacles and challenges around you. And I thought it's worth exploring that topic given the situation that we're all facing around the world right now. I think the first thing to think about in terms of motivation is the goal or the thing that you want to do. Make it incredibly visual, right down to the smallest minute detail. Um, Think about the goal, the plan that you have in the most realistic ways that you possibly can. So for example, if you were to close your eyes and picture that goal in your mind, whether it's a thing or even a behavior or an experience you plan to have, it needs to be incredibly vivid. Um, Zig Ziglar used to say, if the reasons are big enough, the facts don't count. If something means so, so much to you, there's no obstacle that can get in your road. And motivation is really about that. It's about not giving in to obstacles, seeing where you need to go and having no um, barriers or or inertia or anything that's going to actually slow you down. You need to make sure that your, you know, your plan is, is, is concrete enough to go from where you are to that point in time. Um, And you're not, that plan can't be clear unless you know what that actual experience when you get there is going to be like. I mean, have you ever craved a meal so much that your mouth actually salivates? Your body will actually make changes in response to your mind's, to what's happening in your mind. Your mind arguably doesn't quite know the difference. You might think about your favorite meal right now, your favorite um, dessert or something that's special to you, and you will salivate because your brain automatically triggers this physical response because it becomes so real in your mind. So that vision or plan needs to be so vivid in your mind that you're, that the rest of your body doesn't know, doesn't know any different, that um, you become so motivated because that picture is incredibly clear. I mean, think about the smell of a new car. Certainly when I was younger, when I first went into a brand new car, that, that smell was incredibly vivid to me and I know now anytime I get in a brand new car it has that unique smell thinking about it right now I can almost smell that that's that 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 experience I mean maybe your goal is to sign a new deal maybe it's to make a new agreement I mean picture the handshake picture the 
the experience of the handshake, what it's going to feel like to shake that person's hand, the smile on their face, more importantly, the smile on your face. If that's incredibly vivid, you will inspire other emotions in your body to become motivated and, and, and to get over the inertia that you might be facing right now. You'd be surprised how you, you your heart rate will increase, your smile is easier. Um, the goal is easier to achieve if that plan or experience is incredibly vivid in your mind. So right now, during the pandemic period, you might think, well, it's really hard to, to, to create a clear picture of those goals because you don't know what's going to happen next. You're right. You don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know if it's going to be over tomorrow. Probably not. Or in several months. You can't plan for that. But you can plan for the end goal. You can plan for what it is you want. You may not be able to create the time period yet, but you can be incredibly vivid about what that goal might be. The other thing that you can do now to stay motivated is you can create a clear list of all the reasons you want to achieve the goal. You may know the what you want, but are you clear about the why? I remember several years ago, um, one of my coaches or mentors, my boss, said to me, where do you see yourself in 10 years time? And I remember very quickly, like the, like the elevator speech that people talk about, quickly routed off the job position and the location, the job title and the location. And her response back to me is, but what is it about that position that you want? My next response wasn't as fast. What, what is it about that position that I want? And after a bit of soul searching, I realized that for me, what I wanted was to um, be in charge of and responsible for large groups of people, to be able to persuade and influence large groups of people who could then go out and make a difference in the world. I wanted to be influential. I wanted to be able to persuade and influence. I wanted to have impact across the world and in not just in small groups of people, but in a, on a large scale. And that was really powerful to me because it realized that that job title that I had previously used as my goal was self-limiting. At the time, I wanted to be the principal of a large school in my capital city. Well, that was a, not necessarily the best goal I could give myself because there were many other things that would help, would would satisfy those same cravings or, or desires or needs that I wanted. For me, I wanted to build a legacy by developing capacity in other people. I wanted to build a legacy in the sense that other people would then go on and do significant things because of the, the positive influence that I had. That's far more lofty, it's far more exciting, it's far more vivid and interesting to me than what that job title was, which effectively was a title, a desk and a chair and a location. So that's my example, but think about what your goals are and what is it about that goal that's so important to you? I mean, you might, might, might want money. You might want certain things, but is it the money you want or is it what you can do with the money? For me, money gives me choices. I get excited about the choices that more money would bring me not the money. So again, tap into, think about what you want, but then think further about why it is that you want that thing. 
Another thing that's important for motivation when things are coming at us from all different directions is to break the goal down into much smaller pieces. So for example, you might say that you want to be a great leader. That's very intangible. It's a very big picture. I mean, big picture is important, but how do you break that down into its small, smaller pieces? Um, one of my earlier podcasts, I talked about how to make leadership behaviors unconscious habits. And what we need to do is we have to create almost a swarm of smaller behaviors around other habits. Create a swarm of, uh, of smaller habits around larger habits. You know, I might say, look, I want, to, I, I want to become fitter. I want to exercise more. Well, maybe the first step is just the clothes that I put on in the morning. Am I putting on exercise clothes? Or am I putting on work clothes? Or am I just staying in my pajamas? <laughs> I mean, those small, small steps, may not, we might laugh at, but they're the smaller steps towards medium range targets. And we need to think about the rewards it will give ourselves along the way. Set rewards. You know, I mean, to me, I, I love coffee. So it may, to me, it might be setting a small habit or, or, or task and then, ha- then having a nice coffee in response to when I achieve that or when I get that job done. I mean, behind closed door, it might be a punch in the air and a, and a smile in the mirror. But you do need to reward yourself, even in small ways, about the small steps you take towards those goals. But again, have the big picture goal, but break it down into its small parts so that you know you're taking small steps towards that. Backward map, scaffold, break it down into the small steps between here and where, where you, when you'll achieve your goal. You need to have a really carefully planned strategy as well. You need to know what you need, what you're going to do between here and that final place. It needs to be clearly planned out, it needs to be strategic, and that will motivate you by having that clear plan. You know that you're going to go through step one, step two, step three, and eventually each of those steps will reach that final goal. But then, as we know, there are things that have happened like right now with the, the pandemic and, and other smaller things that can happen that can push us off our, off our pathway. So also in that, we need to have a flexible plan. It's easy to get demotivated if the only one plan that we had stops completely and you can't see another way around it. You have to reframe that. You need to have a mindset and know that the plan you're setting now might change. It might need to change and it could change for the better. You don't know if this obstacle is good or bad yet. Shannon, my wife's father, often said, you don't know if it's good or bad yet. Don't be so upset because this might actually push you in a better direction. There might be a much clearer, more exciting and faster plan because of this. You may get to reflect on what's been happening in your current plans and find a better way. So be planned, have a clear strategy, have a clear pathway from point A to point B, but also having that plan and awareness that you might need to change things and that could be a a better way. The other thing you need to do is build a strong network around you and, 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 get, and, help, and get help and, ac- and get access to all the people across your network that you know can support you. We often assume that leadership is about courage and determination and being single-minded on our own almost. And that's not true. There are a whole lot of people that have shaped our behaviors and, 
and our experiences in our life so far. And we need to listen to lots of advice and have strong networks around us of people that know more than we do about certain things. I know I don't have a perfect profile. I know there are some things that I'm really good at and other things that I need some support and encouragement or or assistance with. Knowing that and pulling in that support when you need it is very important. Strong leaders harness the talents of people around them. Um, Branson said once that you have to have the courage to employ people that are better than you in certain areas of your work. And that does take courage to do that because we want we have this traditional view that leadership leader knows everything, but we need to have better people than ourselves around us if we want to accelerate towards our goals. We have a running joke in our family between Shanna and I that um, we're both not allowed to be down at the same time. We have to take turns. <laughs> and by accident, that's generally quite true. What I'm saying, though, is that when one of us is down, it's the other person's role to lift the other up. And we may not always get it right, but if you take that same principle across your network, you might know that when you're a bit flat and when you're not sure what to do next and when you need a little bit of motivation, there's a good chance there's someone in your network that's feeling more positive than you are at that moment or on that day. I'm not saying lean on them and pull them down. I'm just saying spend time with them. Don't dwell in the negativities or the, or the wave that's just crashed over you, but spend time with people that are a bit more up than you are right now because it will rub off. The other thing we need to do is, is plan ahead knowing that momentum does shift and change. As I said, it's like a, momentum is like a wave. It ebbs and flows. Sometimes you're really up and sometimes you're a bit flatter and sometimes you're down. You need to plan in advance to know how to deal when that motivation is flagging or when, when, when the momentum is changing. Think about the things that you might be able to do to remove those obstacles to get yourself back on track. I mean, for some people, it's music. Um, For me, it's certainly exercise. Um, Shanna often tells me, hey, you haven't trained for a few days. Are you training tomorrow? And I know that's a reminder to say, hey, you're off your game. Um, But you need to find what's good for you um, that feeds your soul and feeds your motivation. I'm very aware about how social media and news can really affect us, particularly in these, this time of this corona pandemic. We know that the, the news is just keeps coming at us all the time. And there are positive, there's positive news, but a lot of it's negative as well. So maybe get the facts, keep up with the news, but don't spend too much time in it. Certainly there are times for me, particularly when I'm home on my own, where I'll choose to turn music on. Just random music. I'm not, I wouldn't describe myself as a music lover like some people might, but for me, music is uplifting as well. And I won't turn up the music real loud, but just loud enough to, to, to be clear that that's my number one focus right now. So it, it might be something I'm unmotivated to wash the dishes or I'm unmotivated to do some email tasks or I'm unmotivated, I'm just not feeling great. By turning that music on, it shifts the whole atmosphere for a period of time and it wipes those other things out. 
I'm also a big fan of not fighting the negativity, but moving in another direction. We have this internal dialogue all the time. We're always talking to ourselves. We're talking to ourselves in positive ways or negative ways. Just be, it might sound silly, but I know that we have these internal arguments with ourselves. In our mind, we, we, we argue with our different positive versus negative emotions and try to fight negative at times. I think it's far better to, to maybe distract or move in another direction. If you recognize that you're not feeling particularly motivated, just move into another space, physically or mentally. Think about something different. Turn on some music. Go and do some exercise. Um, do some things that fuel positive energy for you. Some people like to do positive self-talk. Some people, maybe go and have a shower. Maybe change your clothes. There's been times when I've had um, points where I was not motivated and maybe I was working from home. Uh, this may not be for you and other people laugh at it, but to be honest, I dress up. I get up in the morning and if I had to work day and I've got some really important things that I know need to be done, even though no one's going to see me, I get dressed. Not with a tie and a suit, but I get dressed properly because that's going to change my mindset. I'm in business mode. I'm in work mode. I've got some stuff to get done. It needs to be done with quality. So for me, I'm triggering positive thoughts by changing my physical presence, having a shower, making sure my hair's done properly, making sure that I'm dressed correctly, making sure that I've created a positive workspace. I'm ready. I'm on fire and I'm going to make a difference. The other thing we need to do along the way is continually check in with the core reasons why we're moving forward, why we're on this direction. Um, as a child, I remember um, we believed as a family very strongly in, in setting goals. My family always encouraged us, my sister and I, to, to, to set goals, even small ones, large ones. And we would put images of those goals on the fridge. And we all know that in most people's houses, our kitchens are places we spend a lot of time. We walk past the fridge very often. And I remember my, my parents had pictures of, of a car they wanted to buy or a house they wanted to buy. And even as a young teenager, a child, I had pictures of things that I wanted as well. And it doesn't need to be materialistic things either. It could be an image that represents something that you want. It could be an image that represents an experience you want. Maybe maybe you want more freedom. So it's a picture of, a, of an island or a holiday kind of location, but it's freedom that you actually want. The image will has to be meaningful for you. As I said earlier, the brain's not clear about the about the difference between fact or fiction. You'd be surprised what positive um, reactions can happen in your body when you see images that represent something really positive to you. Right now on my phone, my screensaver on my phone has um, some key statements that are reminders to me about what I want, where I want to spend my time and energy. Uh, it because I spend a lot of time on my phone, sadly, but every time I pick up my phone, I see those three statements in my screensaver, so I'm reminded of what's important. There's been times that I've had pictures of, of, of my wife, Shanna, on my phone, sometimes pictures of my children, sometimes pictures of a holiday, all the things that are really valuable and important to me, because that's what I see regularly. And, and I suggest that with any goal that you, you have, particularly when you've got some negative <clears throat> forces pushed on you right now, is... Put in front of your face on a regular basis what it is that you want and why it's really important. Again, coming back to what I said earlier, not just the what's, but think about why is it that that will bring you satisfaction and make sure you've got reminders of yourself there all the time. 
We also need to see the bigger picture, the grand plan. We need to know where this is going because, I mean, this is life is about a marathon. It's not about just a short race. So think about what the longer picture is. Think back on your life so far and what your life experiences have been. I've certainly had some barriers and or conflicts. I've had some tragedies. I've had some things happen in my life where I, at the time I thought they were insurmountable. insurmountable. I thought that it was a total blockage of my plan forward. I thought that there was no way I could get through it. I couldn't see the end. But we know that's the way life is. If you've got an obstacle right now or something that's in the road, particularly based on the current global economic issues or whether it's it's smaller or family or, or, or directly work-related, you don't know if it's good or bad. And also, you don't know how long it's going to be there. There might be a reason that's put in front of you and there's a better way to get around this. Those small barriers don't represent the full story. They don't represent the full grand plan. I'm 50 years old. When I look back on my life for 50 years, there's certainly been many obstacles along the way that that at the time I thought were huge, but in hindsight, I know they weren't. They were just smaller steps on a bigger path. We need to stay focused on the bigger picture, the grand vision, the mission that we have in terms of what this goal is. You may get there in many different ways. There's many different ways to achieve it. Don't assume that the the plan that you um, originally set is the only plan to get there. Again, you don't know how close you are. Feed your motivation. Keep walking forward. Know that you and your family and everyone around you, we're all in this together. Know that motivation is a mental thing. It's not a physical thing. It's a mental thing. You can overcome mental barriers through a range of different strategies. Getting support from people around you, knowing the history of the things in the past that you've got through that you didn't think were achievable. But more importantly, really stay focused and clear about what that end goal is. Make your appetite so strong that you know that there's nothing that could possibly get in the road. When you want something bad enough, the facts don't count. It doesn't matter what obstacles are in the road. It doesn't matter what challenges you might think you're going to need to face. If the reasons are big enough, the facts and the obstacles are not going to count. So stay motivated. You don't know how close you are. We're all nearly there.